admit that I'm hooked on sports talk radio. In addition to getting game results, I listen for the commentary and analysis, even if sometimes I disagree with the host and or the guest. It makes having to root for the Panthers and Hornets easier to handle. I'm Ken Boone, and this is my podcast, Much More to Say. Sunday is the day that I typically write my episode scripts for this show. I then record the episode on Tuesday and publish it on Wednesday morning. This episode will be different. I'm waiting until Monday to write the script because I spent much of Sunday watching and digesting football, particularly the playoff games. Now, both games were hard-fought competitive affairs that no doubt will be analyzed in detail between now and February 11th, the date of Super Bowl 58. Now I'll add my two cents shortly, but first I have a little production business to attend to. Happening now in podcast land. January was a month of great discovery in podcast land. This episode marks a rare five-episode month for my show. I'm also working out the kinks of my podcast episode slash blog post realignment. And I'll be the first to admit that doing so is helping me keep my first resolution for 2024, which is to work smarter. But it's not all about me and this little show. I've discovered and subscribed to a half dozen different shows out there. Some are podcasts, while others are YouTube video series. I also like to share the episodes I enjoy the most. By doing that, I'm able to keep my second resolution for 2024, which is to support the efforts of other content creators out there. On a disappointing note, I've run out of repurposed episodes from my network. So, unless there is some divine intervention, the shows hosted by Celia and Angel will drift off into the land of inactive podcast. But that's okay. Because when one door closes, another one opens. All right, let's see what's happening around the block and around the world. What can I say? Wars are still raging and seem to be spreading. Half of the government is trying to handle the business of the people while the other half is being marched off a cliff by someone who is still losing big in the court of law. Events are moving so quickly that I barely have time to read the headlines, much less gain an understanding of what is or isn't important. I try not to be seduced by all the random clickbait that populates my MSN homepage, but it's hard to resist. Fortunately, 
there's a digestible source of news that shows up on my daily news feed. And that's my Microsoft Bing daily news update. The layout is clever. On the home page, you're provided with all the headlines. You simply pick the story you want to explore and dive in and have a good read. Now turning to the sports pages. Two days ago was Championship Sunday with a trip to Super Bowl 58 going to the winners. In the first game, the Kansas City Chiefs captured the AFC title by beating the Baltimore Ravens 17-10. The nightcap featured the San Francisco 49ers punching their ticket to the big game by making a dramatic comeback to defeat the Detroit Lions 34-31. Now, since I didn't have a dog in either fight, I was able to just sit back and enjoy an afternoon of great football. But as soon as the games ended, the analysts came out from under their respective rocks to break down what we all just witnessed. While I respect their knowledge of the game, I hate, I hate when I hear them refer to players as stepping up or choking. In my humble opinion, I feel you should congratulate the winners and commiserate with the losers. That's because unless you're on the take, it's no one's burning desire to come up short in these battles. In other words, they don't lose on purpose. I agree that the quarterback of the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, didn't have his best game of the season, but he played his heart out. Now, it's hard to throw an accurate pass 40 yards downfield when being pursued by 300-pound linemen on your tail. And I'm not one of these guys that's into participation trophies. You know, you, you earn it, you win it. That's it. But the other stuff, I can do without. Now, in defense of the Lions coach, who made some risky decisions that didn't pay off? ESPN analyst and former head coach Rex Ryan said to the other pundits who were adding their two cents, you're only saying this because you have the benefit of hindsight. Now, this is what I'm saying. Walk a mile in Lions head coach Dan Campbell's shoes and get back to me when you finish. If you can do better, fill out an application. Now, for all of you inconsolable Ravens and Lions fans out there, I feel for you. I must also congratulate you for being two of the final four teams left. And just remember that things could be a whole lot worse. You could be a Carolina Panther fan like yours truly. The Lions got beat by a couple of former Panthers. Their offense got shut down in crunch time by a 49er defense led by Panther, former, former Panther defensive coordinator, interim head coach, and Charlotte native Steve Wilkes. The players and fans begged the owner of the Panthers to keep him on board, but Mr. Tepper decided to hire a coach who ended up lasting only 11 games into his first season. 
So, to all of you 49er fans out there, you're welcome. In the second half, the 49er offense finally got it in gear thanks in no small part to the exploits of all-pro running back Christian McCaffrey. If that name sounds familiar, it should. The Panthers had him from 2017 through the middle of the 2022 season. CMC, as he's known, was an all-pro running back with us as well. Hey, 49ers fans, you're welcome again. And while we're talking about young Mr. McCaffrey, did you hear what he said about his time playing with the 49ers? Nope. Well, here goes. What he said is that it's great to play for an organization that happens to be very organized. While the Chiefs and 49ers celebrate their victories, the Ravens and Lions are licking their wounds. Meanwhile, my beloved Panthers just hired Dan Morgan to be our new general manager. Many of the Panther faithful say this move is three years overdue. Staying with the Panthers, did you know they just introduced yet another new head coach for the media? That'll make three head coaches in three years. After all the recent fits and starts, I started to believe that they couldn't give the job away. Now, this guy, Dave Canales, is supposed to be something of a quarterback whisperer with a track record of revitalizing the careers of struggling signal callers. Now, we have no choice but to wait and see if he can help Bryce Young reach that level of respectability. It can't hurt. January 2024 turned out to be an eventful month. From bringing in the new year to celebrating another birthday and to sitting around long enough to enjoy the playoffs is something I'd gladly do again. I don't even mind yelling at the talking heads as they throw dirt on the graves of the Ravens and Lions. That's because it sure beats what inhabits the political media space today. I won't be rooting for the Chiefs to repeat as Super Bowl champions because Travis happens to be dating Taylor. I'll be rooting for them because Travis, along with Patrick and Andy, are a trio of badasses who give it their best shot all the time. And if they happen to fail... It won't be because they choked. Today's quote is from American drama and literary critic, Richard Gilman. Being a sports fan is a complex matter, in part irrational, but not unworthy. A relief from the seriousness of the real world with its unending pressures and often grave obligations. Until next time, this is Ken Boone. Thanks for listening. We invite you to visit our website, 
muchmoretosay.weebly.com. That's much more the number two say.weebly.com. While you're there, be sure to check out our weekly blog where you will find audio video post, essays, and the latest news and notes. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Episodes are available on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and Google Podcast. So like, comment, share, and join the conversation. This has been a production of the Descant MMG Podcast Network.